Hey everybody, welcome to Back Issues. I'm Sal. I'm Ethan. I'm Ben. Let's do a Batman story. Just a, just a straight up, die in the wall, no holds barred Batman <laughs> story. No Dark Knights. No medals. No nothing. People, people were actually mad because they were like, uh, weren't you like building towards death metal? I'm like, yeah, it's actually like a lot bigger than I thought. I was like reading it and I'm like, ah, oh, Christ, oh, damn oh, it. Geez. And I kind of wanted to have like, because when death metal was first created, you know, the sequel to Dark Knight's Metal, it was going to be just this kind of like thing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it, it got bigger and bigger and they added more and more tie-ins. And it got to the point where it, it was just, in, it was inexcusable how big Death Metal got. Mm. We, you know, like we were only supposed to spend, you know, like 50 bucks. And it turned out to be like a $300 investment to read everything associated with Death Metal. So it was like, I thought it'd be kind of funny and a fun tax write-off to just get everything and be like, this was what this was. Mm. But I haven't yet done that because I haven't collected everything yet. Okay. Oh. Is it done? Oh, it's over. Oh, it's, right. it's, oh thankfully, no. We're in a new initiative now. Okay. But your plan now is to collect it all. I want to get it all. Have Scott come on, yes. host the episode, and Ethan and I will tear it apart. That sounds like a great idea. There's no way I'm doing that. <laughs> I'm Full disclosure, here. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to sit here with Scott Snyder and tell him his book sucks. Like, there's just no way. <laughs> yeah, that's that fair. Would ever happen? No. Well, hey, you don't know. Yeah. If Death Metal sucks, it could be a. We have read it. <laughs> Never read it. The benefit of the doubt. But this is just a Batman story, and it's actually on a lot of lists. And I think it's just because, you know, a lot of lists. Yeah, you know, a lot of, of lists. Uh, top of, like best of lists. Top fifty oh, Batman okay. stories. <laughs> it's called Batman: Ten Nights of the Beast. And if you were reading it today, it is a weird, wholly unremarkable story <laughs> that if you're like a hardcore fan who got into comics in like 2015, you're like, and this is on lists for some reason. I guess old people wrote the list and they just like it. But actually, there is some weight to 10 Nights of the Beast, despite it being short, despite mm. it having the KG Beast on the cover, and despite it being so weirdly connected to the time from which it came, mm. which was 1988. Well, oh. thankfully it's not Bane, that's what I thought it was. Well, that's the thing, is that this is pre-Bane. Chuck right. Dixon won't create Bane for another couple of years, it won't be until the 90s. Yeah. But here, Jim Starling created the KG Beast, who was mm. Bane. Yeah. He created the KG Beast here? Yes. This oh, is the introduction of the KG Beast. I just KG Beast was around since like the 60s or right. whatever. Right, no. No, he is he is a direct result of the Reagan era of American Russo politics. Ethan, wow. we're not allowed to call him the KG Beast because back during that time when the Cold War was active, you don't mention the KGB at all. <laughs> well, now it would just be weird that you'd call him that anyway. And in fact, Scott Snyder reintroduced the KGB in a like rebirth period where is there a KGB or is there not? So he, he, he introduces you to the KGB, but doing a fun little lettering maneuver, it says KGB, but they crossed out the KG part. So now we're just calling him the Beast. No one stuck to that. <laughs> And then they killed him. Was he from the Soviet Union? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, except that in... Did he have a, the same name? Like, it, Yes. Know, okay. Yeah, yeah a okay. Russian name? Yes. And okay. in fact, they do drop his name. Like, there's no mystery about the KG Beast when they first introduce him. It's just the mystery is why he immediately became lame after this. But at <laughs> so the time... So he wasn't lame when created... No, he was pretty scary and formidable. Okay. But there's more to that. It's not just, hey, new Batman villain, but that's kind of cool. And hey, this is inexorably connected to the Cold War era of American politics and cementing it to Batman. Right. But also, 
This is okay. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna build yeah, up to yeah, this. Yeah. Okay. So okay. okay, Denny O'Neill is a genius and an innovator, and he was the editor of Batman, and he's a writer of Batman. His name's across everything we've ever done about Batman on this couch in some way. As you can imagine, 1988. You know, it's post Dark Knight Returns. It's post Batman Year One. Batman sales are dipping. Because apparently, despite the fact that Batman is the Mickey Mouse of DC Comics yeah. and the number one seller at DC Comics at any given point, mm-hmm. his sales are down. Right. And they need to come up with another way to trick people into reading Batman. <laughs> because it's not enough that we reinvented him with Frank Miller's Dark Knight. It's mm-hmm. not enough that we rebooted continuity and we reintroduced Batman in a gritty new way. Okay. Which, by the way, they did in the regular Batman title, but they, they took the book away from the regular creative team and they handed it to David Mazzucchelli and Frank Miller to do Batman Year One, which was a four-issue story arc. Right, right. But, like, it wasn't that they said, whoever's writing Batman, you do the... Or-. No, it's the right. guys who did that over there, like the critical darling. You're not yeah, good no, enough. We're gonna, yeah, you're not good enough. And that's that's not fair. But it was... I mean, it, it, but it was true. Because <laughs> they got the Frank Miller we, to we do it instead. Got, that story. So we don't know if it's true or not. Right. However, we do know that the story we got was great. It's true. Right. Yes. So and it wasn't wrong. No. <laughs> yeah. It's not like they gave it to them and like, well, this is shit. It may have been <laughs> insulting, but it right. wasn't wrong. Yeah. But Denny O'Neill's looking for a way to get people to read regularly scheduled Batman comics, the regular stuff. And so he came up with this idea where he's like, okay, when we roll out with the next four issues of Batman, he pulled the people who were working on Batman at the time, Jim Starlin and Jim Aparo, and he's like, you guys need to come up with a four-issue story that's going to have, like, a subtitle to it. And they went with this interesting scheme where they got a different artist to come up with the cover scheme. They completely changed the cover scheme of Batman. Hmm. They gave the name of the story a kind of, like, fanfare of its own right. Right. But they also made sure that it was on the regularly scheduled Batman roster and also used the regularly scheduled Batman team. So w- this was the normal book that was coming out. Yes. So you're picking, up, you're picking up Batman 417. It's part one of Ten Knights of the Beast. And Denny O'Neill was sure to include a few items on the cover to let you know what's going on with this. Number one. This is a new story, and it's got a title to it. Number two, the covers are dope. <laughs> Number three, what part you're reading and how many parts there are. Mm-hmm. In essence, this will be the rollout, and it did work. It is the birth of the story arc in regular monthly comics. Ah. Really? Yeah. So before, there were no like it subtitles was, to it, shit. It's it just, was just Batman 250. It was just Batman 219. Maybe it's part one of a t- of two, but who gives a shit? Was this was this following directly from Batman Year One, which was a similar thing? It was a similar thing, and yes, it does follow Batman Year One. But, but Batman Year One was its own thing. Right, Batman Year One wasn't like title. a numbered succession. It, it was, it was four parts, four and parts. they did yeah, change but it the wasn't covers. Part of the regular, it was. In, they did release it within uh, the Batman title. Okay, but they took the 
creative team out of the main title and right. subbed in. Okay. So right. they kind so of like, like a special event. Yes, exactly. Like you're like, reading Batman regularly, yeah. but now it's year one and it's a different creative team, but don't worry, we'll get back to normal after this story arc is over. But right. technically it is numbered in sequence yes. in the run. In the regular Batman run. Oh, okay. Okay, interesting. But the same is with this. Right. But, but they, this was with the but normal this is people. The normal so team. Like, normally we're, do it. we're doing this ourselves. a lot now. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna, not like that was a one-off. Like, no, no, this. No, is, we're gonna keep doing this. Yeah. Like, this is how we're gonna publish Batman from yeah, now on. Yeah. Instead of special, huh. yeah, like, titles or or special issues. It's just where we have other people come in. No, well, we get to. Our do guys, that. whatever story they have, make it a make it a, a certain number of issues and tell them ahead of time how many issues it's gonna be. Right. How many parts it's gonna be, and and call it something. From a sales perspective, that makes a lot of sense. Yes. Because like. You're already doing that anyway. There's always been story arcs, but you're not calling it out normally, so mm -hmm. people wouldn't necessarily know. So if you're trying well, to get people back in, yes. yeah, that's the great thing. It's is like, that oh, I could pick this up because it's one of four. I don't need to necessarily know everything from before. It. Like, oh, I want to buy Batman. Let's I only need see. to know four parts. Oh, right. they're right. on issue four hundred. I can't get into this. Right. Yeah. I could just get these four. Yeah. And get a bigger story than I normally mm -hmm. would. And uh, I'll probably stop reading after four. <laughs> right. Or, or I'll maybe get hooked. I'll keep going. And because it's the regularly scheduled team, right. you if they like it, they're gonna like the next one. Yeah, they and the next going. one. And yeah. the next one. I'm yeah. gonna tell you that comic books aren't bad for you. <laughs> and that you're healthy. Now look, do I look like someone who would lie to you? Yes. <laughs> are you likening comic book sales to drugs, Ben? Because you are right on point. <laughs> This is credited, of course, from senior editor Dan Raspler, who basically credits Denny O'Neill with creating the modern story arc in regular monthly comic books. Hmm. And, wow. of course, this is before Batman 89, which will also trigger sales for hmm. Batman comics, which will also trigger Denny to come up with another idea, and that is the Legends of the Dark Knight solo imprint, which hmm. was generated just to create trade paperbacks. Just like... Right. And it's set before everything. It's like after year one, so it's a younger Batman, less continuity, less baggage, and it just tells you these kind of like done in three to five story arcs. That's another idea. And clearly, Denny O'Neill was very graphic novel oriented. Mm -hmm. And I don't see why not. DC was really good at producing them. Ten Nights of the Beast, it's that thing. Now like, zhuzh it up, Jim. Right. You know? Make it a, make it a big deal. Right. So. It is. I mean, that is a dope cover. It is a dope cover. They're all dope covers. All the covers are amazing in this story arc. Yeah. We're, we're dealing with the Soviet Union yeah. and how uh, things are starting to become more copacetic, at least. Right, glass In front of the. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's still 88, so the Iron Curtain hasn't fallen yet. Right. And Batman 1989 hasn't even come out yet. That's right, yeah. So we're just getting an unmedia frenzied Batman. Right. Yeah. Just doing normal day to day stuff, like mm -hmm. dealing with. Soviet Superman, super <laughs> agents and crap. The point okay. is, is that right. there's it's organized crime in Gotham. Yep, as you can imagine. The Soviet Russia Cold War era mm -hmm. thing is not very far outside the realm of interacting oh, with no, that it, sort it, of dark underbelly. It's also like real. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's making Batman connected He's directly. Part of our world. Yeah, we're ripping it right out of the headlines yeah. of 30 well, years ago. Like when he fucking. With the fucking Joker went to Iran and like worked with the Ayatollah. That comes another year later. That's after this? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so that means Robin is Jason Todd. Oh. But they did the same thing with Death in the Family. Death in the Family. We know it because they called it that. Right. But it was right. in the regularly scheduled Batman title. Yeah. And they changed up the covers for that too. The DEA is waiting on the beach for some Colombian drug runners to come. And they know that like 
Drugs are being funneled in usually in the wee hours of the morning. Uh, instead of Colombian drug runners, it's just two random dudes holding giant attache cases. And they quickly oh, murder the- Oh, those are trunks. Oh, those, those are, trunks. Those are yeah. luggage trunks. They are luggage yeah. trunks. Steamer trunks, you might say, from <laughs> yes. the Titanic. They have ornate buckles on them. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So the one dude just murders all the DEA agents. Oh. And then just leaves. And by the way, don't worry, they also establish that like a little further down the beach, the Gotham City Police Department takes care of those Colombian drug runners. Oh, thank God. Mm. Woo! Oh, so they were there, they were just They just were a little area. further down. So it's just a coincidence that... Seemingly. No, it was just a problem uh, with the tides. I, I think that the KG Beast may have manipulated things such that... Uh. But they, they don't say that, we have to take that for granted. Okay. So, uh, then we meet this Soviet liaison to the Kremlin, uh, who is tasked with the unenviable job of telling the State Department of the United States that, like, we lost a Russian Superman. And he's kind of, like, coming here to kill everybody. Oh, wow. Our, what year did... Our B. What year did uh, Hunt for Red October come out? Oh, yeah. You lost a Superman. I don't know what he says to that, but yeah. Uh, he's just embarrassed. Remember. Right. Yeah. He's like, this is very sensitive information. Yeah. Our, our government is terribly upset about this. I was thinking uh, Lost Nukes. It could like be. Superman yeah. is a deadly force that you could lose. <laughs> right. Of, and, uh, there was a concern about nukes being uh, misappropriated. In this, uh, they, uh, they, they, they admit that there was this thing called the hammer. Very imaginative. Yeah. So it's two metaphors you could have used. The, the sickle or the right, hammer. but uh, the oh, hammer or the curtain—that's <laughs> true, or something iron. Oh yeah, but uh, Iron Man or a wall. No, I can't mm. use that one. But yeah, the, the hammer was this uh, the cell within the KGB that like did shit off the books. Right, for it was the, like their James Bond. They're exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if James Bond were a hulking monster. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. Uh, so basically, they uh, there, there was a guy in charge of that named Zorez Kunayev. And Kunayev was in charge of the hammer. Gorbachev is dissolving the hammer so mm. that like, you know, things can look copacetic between right, the two, right. the two we're, countries. We're trying to de-escalate. Yes. Yeah. Kunayev has no interest in that. Yep. But I and, like my hammer. Right, but I like the hammer. So he promises swift retribution for basically Russia losing its nerve. Uh, right, so, him getting fired. Yes, so uh, <laughs> Gorbachev sends like an elite team to go collect Kuniev. Mm. When they find him, he's killed himself. Oh. I'll show them! <laughs> and he, yeah, I'll show them, those jerks! And he burns a bunch of sensitive they documents. They don't to kick around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they, they check the fireplace in his office, and uh, that's where he burned all the sensitive documents. The only thing they could find was a scrap of paper that said Gotham City. Whoa, what? Yes. Okay. Which is why this liaison is in Gotham City explaining all of this. And he's like, ah, so. Oh, no. Yeah, so he's not in Washington. He has to go to Gotham <laughs> and explain to the FBI contact and the CIA operative and Commissioner Gordon. Ah. Thankfully, Gordon is really tight with Batman, and so he has a microphone in his, huh. his, uh, his, his jacket sleeve button. Wow. So Batman and Robin are across the street on a gargoyle listening in on this really, really sensitive conversation yeah, they absolutely should not be listening to. But Gordon has... <laughs> Gordon's like a get spy the feeling for you're going to need to know this. <laughs> yes. And listen, he's not wrong. Yep. 
But it's, yeah. it's easier if Batman could just hear all this stuff Rather because than he's going to interrogate me later and he's going to want to know every single word and my memory is just not that good. It's just not that good. I'd just rather I fight about betray it. my country. Here's the thing. <laughs> every time I give Batman notes yeah. from a meeting, he always asks me questions and I don't know the answers. Well, I don't remember. So I'm just going to give him a microphone. Damn right. It's just easier. Yeah. Then yeah. I get to go home at the end of the night. Exactly. Instead of being interrogated for another half hour. That's right. Yeah. So... The, the plan is basically that uh, Kuniev planned to use the hammer to take down Operation Skywalker and destroy the Star Wars program. Oh. That's hilarious. If you're not familiar with the Star Wars program... It's an actual thing. <laughs> yeah, it's not just Jim Starlin is a huge George Lucas fan. Uh, it was a nuclear deterrent program that was worked on and actually a violation of a uh, nuclear arms treaty that the United States signed yeah. with Russia because we even included verbiage in the document that said we would not develop anti-nuclear uh, deterrence in space. Yeah, and it was specifically <laughs> designing in weapons in space to shoot down nuclear missiles. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Which, by the way, they couldn't do at the Which, time. by the way, they couldn't do and it doesn't work. Yeah. But it was 88 and they didn't know that yet. Well, yeah. There's, there's a whole debate as to whether, like, Reagan knew that you couldn't do it and it was just to, like, put pressure on the Soviet Union. Right. Or if he was just, like, thought it was possible. Yep. And just, well, he's like, well, listen, 20 years ago, we had no space program. JFK just says we're going to the moon. Yeah. And what didn't you know? We go to the moon. Right. I say I want to be able to shoot a laser from space at a nuclear weapon. Yeah. That seems way easier than going yeah. to the moon. I mean, it sounds like yeah, I'm a crazy asshole. Oh, I'm the asshole. We're already in space. Come on. Yeah, exactly. we already have lasers. We have lasers and space. And satellites. I don't see the problem. Okay, Mr. President. <sighs> Give me $17 billion. <laughs> Okie dokie. It's the 80s. We're yeah. doing fine. Reaganomics! <laughs> Agent Ralph Bundy, the CIA operative, uh, had impersonated a reporter who went to the scene where the DEA agents were slaughtered and was like, they were all just just crushed with their with, with bare hands. Jeez. And so he knew it was... That is a lie. They were crushed with luggage. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them were hit with luggage. Wielded by bare hands. Oh my God, this hands, looks yeah. like injuries from a steamer trunk from 1920. <laughs> Oh, you can see the date, but it's backwards, <laughs> indented in their forehead. So, uh, basically, the operative explains, like, Kuniev must have unleashed the beast. <laughs> the KG beast, that is. <laughs> I was like, so is that like a metaphor? Or? No, it's a literal guy. <laughs> and the KG beast is technically cybernetically enhanced, whatever the F that means. He looks like a regular guy who just has muscles like everybody that Jim Aparo draws, but never mind that. The no, point he's got is, robot parts. He's got robot parts in there. I think they may have watched Rocky IV. <laughs> because if you recall in Rocky IV, you know, Ivan Drago has like steroids, but they yes. also like imply that there might be some kind of like technology. There's certainly technology associated with him. Yes. Very so closely. So it's, it's not a bridge too far like, to imply in this DC universe yeah. with a character who literally names who's with a character is literally called cyborg that right. you could use cybernetic enhancements right. within his own body sure but it's just we didn't think the russians had that kind of technology at this point right my god but we'll have to we'll have to use the the uh, the, the crutch of fiction to make that happen <laughs> so anyway they just they give you the backstory of the kg beast whose real name is nayazev sorry russians but he has a real name and we never see his face and the fact is no one's seen his face and so he's a perfect operative. He can right. crush you with his bare hands. He mastered every gun ever and uh, you, no one's ever seen his face so he can blend in anywhere. Um, okay. If no one's ever seen his face, you feel like 
that might be a distinguishing factor. Like, oh, there's a guy walking around with a mask. <laughs> he must be the KGB. Yeah, well, how do you blend in he, when you're wearing a freaking mask? He doesn't wear the mask when he's blending in. Oh. He blends in. Well, well they have seen, seen his face. face. Everybody's seen his face. But they don't associate that face they don't know what with his the face operative is. known as the KGB. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, that was hard to fucking <laughs> circle. <laughs> They, they, they attribute a few real crimes. He's a ninja. He's wearing a ninja mask. There are shuriken in the background. It's yeah. the 80s. G.I. Joe's very popular. Yeah. You know. Yeah, ninjas. Yeah. Right? There's going to be some ninja stuff in there. He's karate chopping a block of concrete. Yeah. He throws shuriken. Yeah. No, he is straight He's up. He's a master of all weapon styles and techniques. Except we never. He can also vanish he, by throwing a small gun. <laughs> on the ground. He yep. never uses swords. The master of deception. But he does use nunchuck. He uses almost all of the ninja drills weaponry. Okay. They attribute the actual murder of the Egyptian president Sadat to ah, the yes. <laughs> to, to the great work of the uh, KGB. Okay. I was like, that's kind of in poor taste. <laughs> That's a real person. Yeah, he like just. I'd be like, he murdered Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> like, I think people oh. get upset. Oh, yeah, that's too far. <laughs> he is off the chain uh, because Kuni have killed himself and the Russians have no affiliation with him anymore. Right. Uh, but he was operating on his last program, which was he has a list of 10 people, all of whom are instrumental in getting Star Wars, not the movie, the space program, off the ground. Okay. No pun intended. And... <laughs> So we've we, so that's why the FBI, the CIA, and the GCPD are all involved because everyone on that list also has some connection to or will physically be in Gotham City. That's weird. Oh, and the Beast's already killed two people on that list. Oh. Yeah. And Gordon's like, oh, when were you going to tell me? And the FBI's like, sorry. It's a need to know. We, uh, yes, yes. We he does out. say, well, listen, you were on a need-to-know basis, and now you do need to know. Right. And we proceed to see how the Beast kills those two people who have, like, key roles to play. Right, you they're know, like scientists or whatever. Well, yes, like, one's a mathematician, one's yeah. a scientist, one's a, like, State Department head, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But, like, uh, there's, a con there's a congressional inspector who's crushed to death uh, while he sleeps. Well, he's suffocated. He suffocated. And actually, the uh, the GCPD found his body and ruled it natural causes. And they're uh, like, yeah, actually, he was, like, smothered. Yeah, because, like, you know, mouth and nose, and he just, like, covers him up. Exactly. And it's just, I saw that, I was like, oh, that's a very normal death. The uh, next one is insane. No, I know. I love Terry Kavanaugh's death. Uh, the Beast learned his commuting habits and the fact that he rode a motorcycle and then measured his exact height and tied some... Thick, but still invisible to the naked eye, twine from one end to the other across the road at the exact time that he knew that Kavanaugh always crests the hill and beheads this dude. Like, you could have just shot him. Yes, but but these are also deliberate so that those who know of the beast's work know he's on the case. Why would like, you want people to know that? Because, you're, because it's all about shock and awe. This is the great part. The first one... Deem natural causes. The yeah, second yeah. one, your head was decapitated while riding a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. That is not natural is causes. No, impossible to confuse. They blame it on teenagers. They say that it was, <laughs> it was it was a prank gone wrong. What was the prank? I you assume know, killing a dude, beheading a dude. <laughs> you know, it didn't go wrong. Well, it went it went horribly wrong. It went horribly. It, it was a prank gone right. <laughs> yes. Or they called it a misadventure. That's what they, they right. But, but again, I thought it was just gonna knock him off. It's unfortunate that blood doesn't like shoot up out of the torso. It is, but you know he's just going too fast. We do see blood blasting yeah. out of his head. <laughs> That's viscera right there. Yeah, yeah, from his head, but not from the neck. No, the neck is like just we're catching that collar. moment right before. See, the heart hasn't squeezed yet to yes. shoot it out, oh. but the head is, like, dripping it's due to falling. gravity. It's yeah. falling. Yeah. That so, explains it. 
Uh, the FBI uh, introduces a team that he's brought in of practically indistinguishable dudes. We meet Agent McDonald, Leonard, Perry, Stout, and Greeley. Uh, the joke, I guess, is that like they're FBI guys, so they all look the same right. and have like clearly fake names. Mm -hmm. And Gordon's like, uh-huh, this is all you got. I feel like we might need to bring some people in. And the FBI guy's like, uh, I think you're talking about Batman, and here's the deal, no. You can't just bring in a vigilante, no. Right. No! Like, first of all, we, we're, we knew this was gonna come up. Yeah. And that's why you were on a need-to-know basis in the first place. <laughs> I swear to God, if you bring this Batman guy in, you know, we're gonna bring the State Department down on your head. Why? Because, no, we don't even know who Batman is. Like, he's not, uh, he's not a, an authorized member of the United States government. Yeah, okay. we're not allowed to contract and work with him or give look, him credit. Look, I'm not saying that he's gonna, like, work with your agents. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying I'm gonna let him know. Right. he's gonna do his own no, thing. And we'll no. see who takes down KGB. No, that's <laughs> called interfering in a federal that, case. That, yes, that's what, Bat that's what Gordon plans on doing, and that's what the FBI guy says. Right. And Batman is like, okay, well, I, 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 I sense a long monologue about the dangers of vigilante justice. <laughs> so you keep listening, I'm gonna go. I'd love it if That's he's like, awesome. Robin, you turn that off right now. You I want never to listen to that. No, I love it because he's just like, it's. He, I've heard it a thousand times. Yep. Superman says this shit to me on a daily basis. <laughs> I'm gonna go because they haven't reached out to Jason Green. Superman's a vigilante. No. No. He doesn't wear a mask. And he's still not censured right. by the Here's government. The thing, it, it, yes, he is. Actually, yeah. At that time? At that time, yes. Wow, okay. Yeah. This is a bootlegging, jackbooted <laughs> thug. Thug for the for the State Department. <laughs> yeah. As is evidenced in the death in the family, where Reagan's like, oh, you're gonna wanna bring in that pointy-eared fella of yours. Yeah. Which, uh, why don't they just get Superman on the job? Seriously. He could take down KG Beast in like a second. Yes. But it's, it's not a Superman story. It's the right. same reason why Superman is never invited to Gotham. He's like, this is my city. Yep. Clark, leave it alone. Yeah, I got this. Plus, they've only just met. Like a couple of years, like '86 is crisis. Right. Oh they're yes, still, of course. They're still kind of not quite friends. Yeah. So Batman's gonna go save, uh, or try to he save the head of security on the uh, on the SDI, Jason Green, who is a guy that Batman knows personally. Oh. Well, Wayne knows him. He determines that he's the next target. Yes. Somehow. And there were a list of like contacts or supposed targets and yes. two of them were already killed. That's right, that's right. And like, were they like, killed in order? More or less, okay. or like more in order of importance. Uh, okay. And they keep talking about like the last name on the list and how like we gotta make sure we get this nipped in the bud before the 10th name on the list is executed by the beast. Right. Also 10 Knights of the Beast, 10 people that the beast has to kill. Okay, so, you know. Okay. Uh, 10 Knights of the Beast, sure, but that guy who rode the motorcycle was killed in the morning. That's all I'm saying. Bullshit, this book. <laughs> Jason Green is attacked by the KG Beast. He has revealed the KG Beast's costume. You know, we actually did Robin 3 Cry of the Huntress when this when we had a Batman-centric version of yes. back issues. And uh, the KG Beast, I feel like he looks really dope in that book. When he's introduced, he looks less dope. You mean it, like a gimp from uh, Pulp, Pulp Fiction? Pulp Fiction, yeah. Oh. I, the That's... shorts were a bad idea. Those aren't shorts. No. That's underwear. Yeah, he's wearing trunks. Also, he's wearing a Speedo. What is that vest thing? Okay, the vest thing he does carry over, but it's to show how fucking awesome <laughs> he is. You know, if you got it, flaunt it. Yeah, but why would he wear it? Is what you know, it's, it's, again, it's Just all about shirtless. intimidation. Okay. Again, you're not going to be able to touch me. Right. So it doesn't matter if I'm wearing armor. Yes. And look at how jacked I am. Look at my muscles. Look at my sexy muscles. And... Whether, while I don't know this at the time, you know, because I'm a character in fiction, <laughs> I'm a character in fiction. I have to have a costume. 
Right. I have to I look, have to look cool. distinct. Like I yeah. have to have a cool mask. Like we right. saw it earlier, and like you know that was a ninja mask. Everybody's got that. Yeah. But like now. It's the KG Beast match. I've been unleashed. I can get a little bit theatrical. Yes! I'm going to Gotham. Why not? When yeah. in Rome, right? I love all the weapons on his belt. Yes. Nunchucks, shurikens, clips, guns. Yep. He's got, like... Spiked brass spiked knuckles. Spiked brass knuckles, which he uses to kill Jason Green. Oh, so Spoilers. Batman fails. He does, but Batman doesn't he's, know it. He's pointing a gun at him, and then instead of shooting him, he just backhands him with the spiked glove. I assume he got the gun out first, saw what a what, what, what a lack of a challenge it was, and then he was like, oh, I'm going to have some fun. I assume mm. it's like, don't move or I'll shoot you. Right. Ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Batman arrives at Green's place just a few minutes too late. Uh, the Beast is there. The Beast throws Jason Green off the roof. And, uh, Why? You've already killed him! Because Batman doesn't know that Green is dead. Right. And in fact, you as the reader don't either, but I spoiled it, unfortunately. But the point right. is, it's not, it's not really about that. It's about watching Batman desperately try to save Green and expose his humanity. Look at how many pages and panels it takes for Batman to stop Green yeah. from falling and also keep himself from dying. It is at least three pages of Batman yeah. trying to not kill himself to save Green, only to find out it was all in vain. Green's been dead the whole damn time. Yeah. But it's Oof. cool. That is cool. Because, like, in reality, it is very hard to save somebody who's plummeting from the top of a building right. from hitting something so hard that they yeah, die. Yeah, like uh, Batman it's fling... It's called Grapple Gun. He throws himself off the Grapple Gun, which he was using to get there in the first place, because he wasn't going to catch Green in time. He does catch Green. He catches the flagpole that he knew was there because he memorized the city. Right. Uh, but he's going 120 feet per second, and it's too fast, and he's carrying too much weight, so he just has to... Like, kind of maneuver his body so it's not yeah, necessarily that he's stopping. Himself. Trapeze, yeah. Then land on a telephone wire, catch it, it breaks. He smashes himself against a wall. He catches himself with his feet. Like it's it's this amazing display. And then he and then he finally slowed his descent enough to then land on a car, which he tries to maneuver so he's underneath green. Right. So he he perfectly protects a corpse. Right. It's a lot like. Uh... It's a more complex version of, of the fall from Dark Knight of, when he yeah. saves Rachel. Yeah, and it's like he just barely saves her, and he has to like take a crushing blow exactly on top of a car to do it. Yeah, yeah. So Gordon and Bundy are having a like deep throat esque clandestine walk yeah. through Gotham City Park, where Batman and Robin arrive. Batman was brought because Gordon invited him, mm. but doesn't know that Bundy's there. And he's like, "What's this guy doing here?" And Bundy's like, "I'm in on the Batman thing. Mm. Look." The FBI might I have agree. a problem with We need with you. Batman. Batman's you got are a problem. useful. Well, the CIA is not against using outside contractors. Right, right. So Bundy introduces to Batman uh, another player in this. It's basically just how Beast manages to get anything done. And it's his Iranian assistant, uh, Solari. And see. Batman is like, why is an Iranian helping a Russian? Mm. And Bundy's like, maybe he wants a crack at the last name on the list. I was hoping it was just like... Mm. Does it matter? Right. Who cares? Are you that pedestrian that nations can't work together? Right. Yeah, what? I don't know. Batman's plugged in politically. He's like, they wouldn't work together. It doesn't right. make any sense they... ideologically speaking. Right. Well, but they're not after it for ideologies. They're they're doing it for money, man. No. The KGB mm. is not doing it for money. He's no. doing it because he is, like, programmed Programs. by his government. Yeah. His government's gone soft. Gorbachev is making deals and stuff. No. We're going to take down Star Wars and leave, the, leave America defenseless. That's the plan. Uh... Solari Man as defenseless as the Soviet Union is since they don't have a Star Wars program? Oh, yeah, that's right. We'll equal the playing field. Because <laughs> right. Star Wars yes. is sure to be successful. Right. So uh, Solari manages to kill another name on the list. So Solari is Iranian. Yes. yes. 
and he wants a crack at the last name on the list. Right. Right. Is it the president? Yeah, I was like, it's got to be Reagan. It's Reagan. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna be like, it's Bruce Wayne. What oh. does that oh. matter and connect I, to? Yeah. It turns out we're, we're major Wayne's suppliers. offsetting the budget for yeah. the Star Wars program. Well, Wayne is so rich that like they're yeah. like, oh, we don't need to invest in foreign oil. No, we have Bruce Wayne. So Batman is wondering like how it is that the Beast has managed to stay one step ahead of them. Right. And how so is he, he beating me? Right. I'm Batman. Well, also, how is he getting like access to information? Like, right. once we got the list, like we know who to protect, and yet these people are still dying on our watch. Mm. There must be a mole, and he's like, it could be the Russian who set this hole up in the first place. It could be a mole in the CIA or the mm. FBI right. or Gordon's unit. Uh, Batman's money is on logical conclusion. Yeah, Batman's money is on the Russian. Okay. It's a logical conclusion. As it turns out, the KG Beast just uh, gets a full night's sleep. Yes. Uh, drinks his OJ. Right. Has a full him. breakfast really in the morning. Effective. Yeah. Yeah. And the he Russian just makes is, a good use of his time. Right. The Russian is plausible because it could be all part of a plot. Yes. Where it's like, well, the Americans will see what's happening and will organize to stop him. Mm -hmm. But if I ingratiate myself with them, then I can get the intel on what they're doing yes. so that... We well, can and I have deniability, it. and I can yes. kind of try and manipulate them into doing the wrong thing. Yes, right. kind right. of like the hunt for Red October. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, the so next, that's Batman's theory. Yes, that's okay. right. The, the next person they're trying to find is a mathematician who's a woman who's shacking up with some dude, and they can't get either of them on the phone. Oh. The Beast breaks into their house while they're sleeping, and he poisons their orange juice. Hmm. So when the GCPD finally tracks them down. They're both dead. Mm. The Beast is also not afraid of collateral damage. Right. Uh, I love, by the way, there's a vision of Batman and Robin talking about this over breakfast. Batman is wearing his Batman costume, but without the cowl, and they're clearly having, like, frosted flakes and eggs. And I just love the vision <laughs> of, like, Batman just on the phone with Commissioner Gordon getting the heads up about the dead mathematician while having breakfast that Alfred is serving alongside, like, a 15-year-old boy. It's Awesome. In the bat suit. In the bat suit. Just a slice of life. Right. There's a day in life of Batman. Is what yeah. I do. This, the, is, this is the skin I'm most comfortable. I with. shouldn't be wearing these gloves. Yeah. What? I have to be wearing these gloves. I have to be good at everything I do in these gloves. That's true. Yeah. I need to be able to manipulate a fork That's every a time. Good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. The more I wear them, the more proficient I become with them. That's right. Um, there's going to be a Republican convention at the Excelsior Hotel in Gotham City. Uh, these people, of course, most of the, any of the congressional people or politicians refuse to change any of their schedules. Uh, yeah. Which, of course, well, I'm not scared of the KGB. Right. The, the, well, the, the yeah. FBI will take care of that. If right. I, if I change my plans, mm -hmm. that makes me and my country look weak. Right. They don't even bother to show that bullshit. They just right. they just tell. I'm untouchable. They just go. Like yeah. they just they go to the convention anyway. Yep. And uh, so Gordon and the FBI and the CIA are there. I'm going to get laid and do drugs. Yeah. Well, I'm going to raise all kinds of money for from special interests well, let's hope, to support my campaign. Let's hope it's a red letter day and I get to do both. <laughs> uh, so you probably will. Uh, everyone at the convention center dies because what? the KG Beast or Solari poisoned the soup, killed their target, and the hundred plus people at the Republican convention. What? <laughs> yeah. Who poisoned the soup? Ah! Yeah. Okay, I Gordon was... bum rushes into the into the kitchen. And he's too late. And he's too he's late. Too and late. the guy slipped out. And Batman's like, bad there. Bad soup. Bad soup. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> no. Everyone just falls into the soup. I was gonna say this is like interesting because it's it's almost like 
the later story with the Joker and I ran, except like it's not quite as extreme. But like, okay, now it's getting there. It is, yes, yes. <laughs> like, okay, he just killed a room full of like highly like visible yep. political people. Yes. And, and that, like rich people and stuff. Yeah, and this is this is Beast's little signature being like, none of you are safe. Right. Okay, now Superman would get involved. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, there's no way the government is not gonna flex Superman at this point. I agree, but they don't. Ugh, okay. They should. Yeah, I could understand, like, it, it's like two or three people getting killed here. We mm -hmm. don't, we're not gonna, Superman's got other shit to well, do. Right. They may be high profile people, but at the yeah. same time, like, we can kind of keep this story under wraps if it's just one or two here and there. They are keep. They are trying to keep it under wraps, but like, it's over 100 people in this, ho in, in this yeah. hotel. Yeah. Like, that's, they can't keep that's it on that. It. It's over, it's but out. But the, the State Department doesn't know how to call Superman. Oh. Uh, I think you just yell, hey, Superman, and he'll hear you. Well, that's well, yeah. true. Yeah, and if Reagan does it, I guess he'll, yeah, he'll Superman, come Superman, we need you. Yeah. Where are you, Superman? And You're it's like, help. he's not going to do that every time. No, I guess not. They could kidnap I, Lois and put her in danger, and then know. he'll show up. Well, that's oh, true. that's right. They don't know about Lois. Yeah. So, uh, Solari tries to get into the van that the KGB has procured to get out of there. Batman arrives. The KGB bursts out of the van and shoots at Batman. Uh, so oh. while the beast shoots at Batman, Solari makes his escape and gets into the van and drives uh, the KG beast away. There's some fun intern monologue for Batman where he talks about like what gun the beast is using, how many bullets that gun has, how long it takes to change hmm. clips, mm -hmm. how long he has until he will run out of bullets, and how long it takes to like change clips. Which right. is like that's that's some fun Batman stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's so prepared. He's prepared for, he knows every weapon type and yep. everything about it in order to, like, time yeah. his actions. Yeah, he's studied. Right, yeah. and he makes his plans how, around that. That's you know, like, how he's able to be Batman. Exactly. He's just way more prepared than you will ever be willing to make yourself. Right, and that's why you're not Batman. <laughs> and that's why there isn't a Batman. Yeah. Uh, why no you, one will be Batman. You yeah. think you could be Batman? No one can be that prepared. Yeah. That's right. It's not, it's not that it's impossible, it's just that it's so much goddamn work yeah. no real person would go through. Well, because the because the, the allure of Batman is fun and cool and there's nothing fun or cool about any of the work it takes to become Batman. Right, right. By the time you actually got there, you might as well just like get a job. <laughs> yes. So uh, Batman tries to maneuver on the truck. The truck makes a hasty getaway. He knows that all he has to do is like turn the truck and he's, he's got them, so he's trying to make his way up to the front. Mm -hmm. uh, the Beast knows that Batman cares about people, right. so they just drive the truck directly at a school bus full of children. Uh -huh. Batman's like, God damn it. Like, Come on. School bus full of kids! So he reaches into the wheel, he cuts the wheel. Damn manages, it, Gotham! <laughs> yeah, manages to save the children, but he, of course, is thrown off the van yeah. for his trouble. Yep. And uh, Robin arrives in the Batmobile, and Batman's like, the Beast shot up some of my suit. I'm gonna need a new cape and cowl. Like, he's really worried about appearances. And I love that no, because- No, I can't look ragged. I can't yeah. look ragged. Yeah. I need them to think I'm fucking invincible. Yeah. Yeah, I can't let fucking Joker or Penguin see that I can take any damage. Yeah, well, and this is the first time Batman's taken, like, much damage at all. Mm. The Beast is a formidable foe. And it's okay. not even to him. It's the costume. Yes. So Batman's like, I don't trust- I think it's the feds. Mm. I think the- I, because- because- the feds don't like me, but Bundy is cool with us, so I'm gonna blame the feds on this one. Plus, there's too many people. So Batman blames Parker from the FBI, because Parker's a dick, right. and Bundy's been cool. Right, and even if it wasn't Parker, Parker brought in like eight people, so it could've been one of those people. Yes, well he's, he's not sure about Parker or the Russian. Ah, uh, okay. And by the way, I'm, I'm only calling the Russian because his name is Yevtsushenko, and I don't want to say that all the time. Yeah. And I, because it's just, I just butchered it right now. Right. 
And, and there's only one significant Russian character besides the KGB. Can we talk about this Batmobile for just a hot yeah, second? Yeah, we can talk about the Batmobile of 1988. You yeah, mean like the Corvette? <laughs> is that what it, Oh, it's got the symbol on the front, okay. Yeah, it's his head. It's got the bat head on the front. It's a little but different than I remember the bat not, head being. Yeah. It's not the classic Batmobile where it's like it's not the, 40s. the front of the car where it's facing out. It's not it's like a plate no. fixed to the front, it's a painting. Yeah, they paint the it on there, yeah. yes. The Batmobile will change all the time throughout history. This one has a toy counterpart. Hmm. So that's probably why they're pushing it so hard. Yeah. Still a convertible. Yeah, absolutely. It's got the bat symbol hubcaps, which I like. I do and like that too. And it's got the bat ears on the back of the, the car, like yeah. fins. Yeah. yeah, that's just hot. You know, that's yeah. a holdover probably from 66 Batman. That's like classic Cadillac. Exactly. Right it's kind of crazy actually because this is still just like a souped up regular car. Yes. But in Batman 89, that's we get like this go. spaceship car. Yes. Which is clearly not even close to a real car. No. But it was only like one year after this. Right. So like that's quite a jump. It is. You know, the Batmobile has always been just like a car that you could drive that is just kind of modded. Yeah. It's only until 89 where they went like, let's go nuts. Yeah, it's yeah. Tim Burton. Let's turn into something else. Else. Like yeah. it, it, and I think I remember them talking about how it'll just be an engine. Like, yeah, it's just an engine just an with engine. a chair in it. Yep, it's, it's more like, like a rocket than it is a car. Exactly, that, and that's why it's a land it. rocket. Yeah, that's right. He can't even make turns. He has to fire a grappling hook <laughs> well, and hook onto a lamppost in order to make a fucking. What's so left silly is like turn, sure. yeah. you don't see him really going that fast in, in oh, the movie no. for the most part. Well, that's because he's, he's driving on, on a sound streets. stage. Well, yeah. That's, but, but it's like, why would you even need to in a city? There's like traffic and stuff. Like I you agree. can't really go that fast in a straight line at any point. No, I agree. Why with would that. you have a car like that? Well, yes. Interestingly enough, the comics don't really go in the direction of the movies. The movies will only get more and more elaborate and yeah, ornate like with the car. Ludicrous. The yeah. comics are like, no, it's a car. I have to draw this shit. Yeah, I don't build it once and then film it. No. I have to keep drawing. Except it. for Sean Gordon Murphy, who was like, oh, an opportunity to draw the '89 Batmobile. Done. How about, how about 12 more? That dude loves cars, but he also loves motorcycles and engines and stuff. So he's mm -hmm. like, ooh, an opportunity to draw something friggin' dope that I'd like to ride. Yeah, engineering and mechanically inclined. That's yeah. cool. Listen. I can't even draw a fucking bicycle, let alone Well, that's a car. true. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's hard to draw a bicycle. That's like a challenge to draw a bicycle from memory. Um, hot take, I don't really care for the Batmobile. I think the Batmobile is a hindrance. And this is pre-Arkham Knight, where the <laughs> Batmobile ruined the game. But Fair. no, I, I love the Batmobile in concept. I love seeing it. My favorite Batmobile is probably the 1966 TV series Batmobile mm. because nothing else is like it and you can goddamn drive the thing. Mm. It's, it's real. But it's also it's I, an actual car. And you know what it is? I love you can the drive I, all of them. I like the red and black color scheme. Yeah, you, oh. you, you can drive most of them. Yeah, they're not street legal, but they can be driven. You can't drive the bullet version of the 89 Batmobile from Batman Returns. What? I only because, know that because I've, because that's a train. I've literally I've I've seen them all in person, and uh, I asked the, the the curator of every Batmobile from Warner Brothers about it. He's like, no, 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 they just pull it with ropes. Yeah, but all the other ones can drive. Yep, they you know, all have every other engine. Batmobile. You yeah. can't have a vehicle this wide and drive it. What are you talking about? I mean, you can you... if it's a motorcycle? Sure, I mean, it's just a motorcycle with some shit on it. I mean, in in theory, but they didn't want to do that because they were literally shooting it on like a soundstage. Yeah. Anyway. And well, it's in the it's in the movie for like thirty seconds, exactly. like collectively. There's no reason to make it. But it is a toy out. you can buy. Uh, honestly, but I don't really see the appeal of the Batmobile. Like, I get the appeal of it in 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 concept, but I don't see it aiding Batman much. 
my you think it's just gotten too big? Well, it's just, it's too big and like, it, he's, he like needs it's, it's to like maneuver through a city. Every single time with the Batmobile, like, it's just a car, well, guys. It's, it's a city. <laughs> Have you ever driven more than 25 miles per hour in New York City? Yes. Like, maybe it's the Spider-Man right. in me, but like, I feel like if you can swing from a rope over the city, you don't need a car. Yeah, it's as the crow flies. It's much faster. Exactly. Yeah. And Plus that he's makes got sense. the plane. But, and he's got a plane. Just use the and plane. a boat. And a boat. I love uh, animated series Batmobile. Obviously. The best, Absolutely one my of favorite. One. Yes, easily. And I think it's because it stands out from the rest of that universe. Mm -hmm. That universe is stuck in 1960. Yeah, 19-whatever. 50-something yeah. yeah. Black or and white 20, TVs, but they have computers. But the yeah. Batmobile is sleek and modern. Yes. It's also like a, I think it's like a, a perfection of the 89 Batmobile. Same kind of like overall shape and construction. Yeah. It's long, it's got this insane engine and yeah. power to it, but it's mm, it's yeah. better. The, 89, the, the TAS Batmobile also has the best engine sound. They nailed it. And I think that's just, I don't know, but I think it's probably a, a hodgepodge of sounds. Like the shotgun in Terminator 2, mm -hmm. when Arnold shoots that, that gun, it is, not a, it is not a shotgun. Right. It is a combination of like a cannon and a bunch of other things. Like Chewie is, a, is like a seal yeah. and a lion and stuff. Yeah, the T-Rex in Jurassic Park. But the, 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 the TAS Batmobile, that engine roar, oh, I don't even like cars and I think <laughs> that's dope. Well, so it stands to reason you'd like one that's not real. Naturally. There you have it. Well, except for the one that is definitively Well, except real. for that one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, see, I think your problem with the Batmobile not being practical could be addressed if it simply had the abilities of Inspector Gadget's car. Right, where because it could, it could turn into a van like, or go up. But it could, like, drive around. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Just go up above it. Right. <laughs> yeah, like Benny the Cab or Inspector Gadget. I feel like that's a little... That's not nearly as realistic as I want my Batman to be. I want that element of fantasy, but... What about uh, what about the, the one that's a bridging vehicle from the Nolan movies, where it could just jump over the traffic? That, that's okay. I have no real complaints about it, except for the fact that, like, it doesn't look like a Batmobile. Yeah, no, it's a tank. It's a tank. It looks like the Dark Knight Returns Batmobile, which, yes. again, is not a car. Right, it's not a Batmobile. No, it's, no, it's a, a bat battle tank. vehicle. Like, yeah. can, he draw, can he drive it on roads? Sure. Does that make it a car? No. You know, if I'm in a wheelchair, am I a car? Like, no. <laughs> the, no. The Tumblr is not a car. No. I do like Hashtag its motorcycle, though. Oh, yeah. That is cool. When it blasts it out of there, and it does that moment where it, like, does the K-turn up the wall. Yeah, it's like... Whoa. Not only did I love that, but there's a moment. It's one of the only reasons why I like the theater. Because mm. I hate going to the theater with people. They're just the worst. People are just the worst. Yes. But... <laughs> Wait, we were there. Oh no, yeah. You oh, no. but like when that—I <laughs> I stand by what I said. Here's the thing: you, you never know what people are gonna like do or re how they're gonna react. But like when it went up the wall and then went, people went, "Oh!" <laughs> like legitimately, people were shocked enough Whoa. to audibly gasp. And I'm yeah. like, "That's cool." Yeah, and that's cool because I did have a react. I'm like, "Wow!" Yeah. But I didn't go, "Wow!" <laughs> but some I guy did here. for me. Yeah, that's a fun experience. Yes, and I have like four or five of those in my head of like where I was in the theater and someone comically yelled, I think I'm one of them. So Gordon's not telling Parker anything. He's like, what the fuck, man? Mm -hmm. And Gordon's like, sorry, I put him. I put the next name into protective custody and there's nothing you can do about it. See, you're on a need-to-know basis. Ooh. And he's like, but oh. that's my line. He goes, think you're pretty funny, don't you, Gordon? Bundy is meeting with the Russian because he's CIA and he can like talk to the like the liaison from the Russian government. Mm -hmm. And they're just they're just debating nuclear powers. They're literally just talking. They're having a debate about like the the viability and the uh, you know the legality of Star Wars. Oh, okay, okay. that's kind of cool. And Gordon like comes in, sees them doing that, and then leaves. 
<laughs> nope. <laughs> so, so uh, are they talking about the the treaty, or they're talking about like more just the it's more about the implication, the wider implications. Well, if you build a nuclear shield, that. yeah, they're talking like, about then that. you're invincible, and then what's to stop you from just nuking us? Yes, and they're also about like. What's to stop them from designing nukes that can get her through your shield? Yeah, well, then it's just a new arms race. Yes. Like, now I'm going right. to have yeah, to, like, design no. my nukes to get around your shield. No. It's pointless. It's just wasting everyone's time well, and, and money. And the Russian is advocating for disarmament right. as opposed to escalation. Right. Like, the answer is not to build impenetrable defenses no, that just, can never be done. It's, just, it's to give up the nukes. Yeah, it's just stop building them and, yeah. and get rid of them. And I love that because that also absolves the Russian. Like, the fact that he believes in disarmament right. suggests that he's not... At the helm of the beast. Right. So it's like, ah, but it's a lie. You. He's like, no. Disarmament for you. Right. Huh? We're going right. to keep a couple yeah. safe. Jim, Jim Starlet is not that much of a hack. It's just like, it, it's, yeah. it's it's breadcrumbs to show you and help you like along your journey. Right. Uh, so then. So it wasn't the Russian. No. Yeah. That's right. right. But then uh, you see on the streets of Gotham, someone you can't see tells Solari everything they just said. Mm. Like, here's what the cops are up to. Meanwhile, we see Batman start interrogating at least four or five different people throughout Gotham that are informants about the Russian and Solari, about the Beast and Solari, and like who might be on the take. He's just he's just mm. shaking down every informant he can. Right. And it's great because it's basically what Batman referred to to Robin as research. <laughs> we're going to do a little research. And the, so the smile on Robin's face as he lassos that guy and pulls him up yes. is amazing. Uh, yeah, Jason yeah. Todd loves getting his hands dirty. Uh, Jason Todd also, I think, murdered a dude around this time. So oh. Yeah, but Batman wasn't there. Oh. And when Batman asked what happens, he said, uh, he fell. He fell? <laughs> He's not fucking Ghibli. <laughs> the Beast bought a bazooka. Jesus. And he's like, okay. And uh, Robin says, a little research does go a long way, doesn't it, Batman? Ha ha ha. So Batman assumes the Beast knows where their next target is, mm -hmm. and he knows that he's, that he's using a bazooka. So he knows that he has to be a certain distance away from the right. location. So they set up dummies in the location. The Beast knows that like he's kind of exposed and that it looks suspicious, like there's a curtain open. There's, right. only, there's only one uh, person guarding the, right. the the target. They're not moving. <laughs> yeah, but the Beast is like, but this is still a peach of a shot. I, I can't not do it. Right. So he fires, he blows it up, and Batman's like, nah, <laughs> all you did was destroy a hotel. Like, he did ruin the room. Right. Or and, and probably a lot more than that, but let's not get into the collateral damage thereof. Right. Yeah, and he woke the neighbors next door who were going to complain. Yeah. yeah. What I if he missed? A party. What if he shot a nearby apartment right? by mistake? Well, he's too good to make He's the KG oh, Beast. He's not right. going to miss. That's right. He's also mastered every weapon room. Right. So then Batman what fights if, the beast. What if he knew it was a setup well, and intentionally targeted that's the thing, another room so then Batman would go have to try to save the bus full of kids. Yeah. yeah. No, the, the beast assumes it's a trick, but only when he gets there. Ah. Uh, okay. And even then he's like, Well, I can't I can't What risk if it's not a trick? What if I'm not? Yeah. yeah. So Batman and the Beast fight and the beast starts kicking the shit out of Batman. Oh shit. But because he's a super soldier. Yes, but because this was a sting, the beast assumes that Batman has backup coming. Mm. So he only kicks Batman's ass a little bit and then he makes his escape. And okay. as Batman engages yeah, to not get caught. Yes. So Batman chases the beast and the beast makes his escape and as the beast starts making headway further and further from Batman, he realizes that Batman's alone. 
So he does stay, stand his ground. He starts, uh. he starts whipping knives at Batman. Batman dodges most of them, realizes he's not fast enough to move his head out of the way of one, and takes a knife in the arm. Oh, wow. Not on the wrist, really. Yeah. That's still painful. Oh, yeah. Batman takes a lot of lumps in this one. Yeah. Uh, so, but, he, but, it, but his mentality is, well, if the beast can do it, so can I. <laughs> he is uh, incorrect. Yeah, but he is genetically, cybernetically enhanced. Yeah, but I'm Batman, though. <laughs> so, uh... Fair. Uh, shouldn't he just be able to be whipping Batarangs at him? Yeah, he doesn't really rely on the Batarangs too much in this. I don't know why. And, and In fact, Batman doesn't use Batarangs at all in this. Hmm. He uses grapple hooks, and he uses darts. Darts? Yeah. I think it's because they're laced with a sedative of some kind. But oh. uh, the Beast has the strength... Of, I love it. Earlier in the story, they say that the Beast has the strength of four men. Oh. And then Batman thinks in his mind, that dart has enough poison to take down two men. And I'm like, well, you <laughs> got two, two more to go! <laughs> oh, God, I only took down half of him! He specifically specified <laughs> he that exactly you exactly four men short. more strong than he is, has the capabilities of stopping. You just should have used two darts. Yes. That would have been just enough. Exactly. So, you always go three. Three darts. Yeah, just as many darts as you have in your, in your arsenal. This yeah. dude is built bigger than you. Just use all the darts. No, yeah. that could kill him. Yeah, Don't good. Do it. So, is there a line about how, like, I shot him with a dart, it didn't take him down, but he's slowed, and even still I can't beat him? No. He's just it's not just, slowed. It's just, he isn't slowed, and yeah. Batman's like, shh. He, instead, of, instead of that, it's just, fuck. Wait, uh, are these the right darts? Right. Hang on, stab. Oh, yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Beast just throws himself off a building. He goes for, like, a, like a telephone line. Mm. Batman does the same thing because he thinks he could do it. He yeah. misses. Uh-oh. But he's like, I've done this one a million times. He uses the grapple, and he, like, just gently descends, but it's enough time for the Beast to escape. Right. And he's like, shit. Well, here's the thing. He would have made the line had the Beast not grabbed it and, and pulled it out bent of the way. it and pulled it out of the way. Yeah. See? Right. See? That's the beast why. Is, well, the Beast is... Uh, don't underestimate it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. New awesome villain. And we're seeing Batman like go toe to toe with someone of equal strength. It's rare to see, yeah. Unless they're like a crocodile man. <laughs> so uh, Bundy and the next name they get on a on a, on a jet from Gotham International Airport, and uh, the Beast uses a Stinger missile and takes out the entire plane. Oh shit! Bundy's dead. Yeah. All right. Wasn't Bundy either. Exactly. Never mind. So I'm Batman. Out with CIA. So Batman meets with uh, with Gordon, and he's like, "Well, it wasn't you, so it's got to be FBI. It's got to be Parker." Yep. Uh, too bad that Bundy and the general are dead. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. And Gordon's like, yep, he's killed seven out of the fucking ten people. Yeah, well, we've already <laughs> failed colossally. <laughs> this is a complete failure. Yeah. There's, there's no other no, way to look at this It's than not a, a complete failure. Yeah, it's we're not 100%. Still, yeah, we're still at only 70% failure. Yeah, only 70% Two-thirds failures. Yeah. Oof. So Batman still assumes that the Russian is involved or the FBI guy. There's still two names on this list of people who could be the mole. Uh, so Parker went to the mayor and he complained about Gordon involving Batman. <laughs> and uh, so they're going to change their plans. So Batman and Robin have like a debate about which one is the leak. Whether okay. it's the Russian or Parker. Okay. Because Parker was, in his time, a member of the Students for a Democratic Society. <laughs> which is like the 1960s equivalent of the formation of what would be called today the far left. Yeah, they're still a thing. Yeah, it's a collegiate organization yeah. that was started like in the, the during the Vietnam War to protest the Vietnam War. Yeah. Right. And Batman's like, a lot of people were a member of that. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> right. don't judge a person just because they did that. Right. Especially a college student. Especially Bruce Wayne. Well, what is Bat- What is Robin's argument that? Uh, that basically, 
that's where like domestic radicals come from. Oh, uh, like they would have, it, he would have incentive to want these Star Wars people eliminated. Yes. Okay. And Batman's like, eh. And that they would also have the means to do it. Yeah. Well, it's a it's an organization. They have a name with letters. Right. Like. Yeah. Batman's like association is not guilt. Yeah. Which I I really like that. Mm. Um, but Batman's like this guy's. He he worked with the KGB before they like dissolved it. There's no way it's not this guy. Right. And they move the next name into a hotel. Uh, they clear the floor. Batman is impersonating a cop. Oh. Along with. Parker and Gordon okay. as they sweep the hallway. Uh, Batman, as the cop, notices that one of the handles, the handle that the other name on the list is behind, is different from all the other knobs oh, on the floor. Shit. And he's like, get down! And he moves everybody away. The door explodes. Wow. And both the congressman and his aide are no more. Oh, wow. So they failed again. Failed again. Ah! <laughs> Yeah. He pulls off the human mask and it's the Batman cowl underneath again. That's right. No! Well, it's only the top half. That's amazing. Still has ears. <laughs> they they bend. Wait, so this is a world in which Batman can make, like, perfect yes. fake faces? Yeah, he's always been able to do that. I didn't know that. <laughs> over oh, yeah. his cowl. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, over the cowl. Okay, yes. Whatever. The, the rubber or whatever. They just go, like, bing. Yeah, but that guy's face would have to be fucking huge. Yeah. I mean, like, dude, why is your head so fucking big? <laughs> yeah. He has high hair. Don't make fun of me. How, how does the mouth work? Is it a oh, mouth over the top no, of Batman's yeah. mouth? Or I, I think the mask goes down to here. It. Okay. Like, it covers his nose. Right. But he's, it's and his then, mouth. And then there's just... How do they do those edges, though? Well, he, he's those, really those good. Those edges would have to be perfect. I know. He's an excellent makeup artist. <laughs> I mean, Alfred did it. Alfred was in the theater. Right. And Alfred does a lot of uh, theatrical things in this issue. Mm. So, Congressman's dead. They gotta move the senator. They grab him. They move him. Uh, Parker insists on go on taking the elevator. Batman's mm. like, "What? Yeah, the elevator? You never take the elevator. You never take the elevator." And There's he's like, ah, saying, don't take the elevator." That's in case of a fire." <laughs> right. It's my show. So they they shove everybody into the uh, into the elevator. Um, Parker asks one of his like six men that he included in this thing, uh, McDonald. He goes, "Aren't you coming?" McDonald's like, no, I gotta make sure this, the hallway is secure. Have a good ride. Bye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you have to make sure the hallway's secure. No up. one's in the hallway anymore. There's, there. right. There's corpses. Okay, so it's this guy. Yeah, so uh, the elevator stops. Batman's like, we're all gonna die. Parker, you're a moron. Jumps up. And as he's climbing through the top of the elevator, a center block falls through the ceiling of the elevator and crushes the aide to the senator in the head. What? Yeah, the KGB sits at the top of the shaft, like 15 floors up, just dropping center blocks because there's, a go there's construction going on upstairs. Oh my God. Oh, it's God. not just one center block, it's multiple center blocks yeah. that are oh, coming just, at them. He's just tossing them. Oh my God, so okay. Batman, <laughs> yeah, literally that. And so Batman just desperately climbs up the shaft trying to reach the beast. Right. Because he can't do anything about these falling center blocks. Right. Meanwhile, Gordon's like calling his people downstairs like, I'm trapped in the elevator. You gotta get to the 15th floor. And you gotta stop this guy. He's throwing fucking center blocks at us. Oh, uh, you could just hit the stop button. Good. Get off the next floor. It's already no, it's, stopped. It's stopped. It's, it's been stopped between stopped. floors. I can't get out. Yeah. So Batman starts making his way up and each time he's climbing up like another center block falls. He's yep. like, shit. I just gotta watch these things fall. Right. So Batman, uh, he counts the bullets that are fired by yeah. the gun that the beast is firing. He takes one in the shoulder. Uh, so beast is like throwing a cinder block and then like then firing. And yeah, then exactly. Throw a cinder Chucks block another. Uh, so Batman throws his darts. 
Uh, he hits the beast in like the head and the hand, which disarms the beast ah. from firing his gun. Okay. Finally, Batman does something effective. While the beast has now been disarmed, the GCPD have made their way upstairs. They engage him. The beast grabs a fire axe nearby and slaughters them all. Wow. Batman makes his way up. It was slower because his shoulder was taken out. Yeah. Uh, and he follows the beast to the roof, where the beast uses the fire axe to descend from one roof to another. Yeah, to grapple a on a wire. Exactly. Right. Batman goes down his down the line after him, and he sees the beast didn't decide to to run. The beast's like, uh huh. Uses the axe, and he's hitting the rope trying to break it. Uh huh. But it's pretty t- tense stuff. So Batman's like, fuck. So he grabs some plastique, he hits the end of his rope, ah, it burns so the rope, swing. and then he swings his way out, and he's got enough slack, he loop, he, he, he whip cracks the rope as it's slack, uh-huh. it wraps around the beast's hand, Whoa. and then he like pins the beast's arm against the building and holds himself aloft via the beast, and he's like, all I have to do is wait. I've got him. Yeah. Like, he can't leave. So the beast grabs the axe and chops his own hand off. Oh, shit. Which is another holy shit moment. Yes, holy shit, what the fuck? Yeah, beast Wait a minute. dedicated. Just cut the rope! But it, he, we already established the rope's tough to cut. It's He's, tough to cut, but it's, you just keep swinging, man. He, he only had to hit, hit it with one chop to get his hand off. And he manages to escape long, he, he manages to save himself enough time to keep himself from getting caught by the cops. So, wow. But he's so pissed. That was your call. Yeah. I, did, I, I didn't think you were even going to do that. No, you can't, dude. You, that is not on me. No. And then Bundy ap- appears and he's like, Haha, I made it too. And the other guy. What? Yeah, we... Was it a decoy It was plane? a decoy. I mean, the plane was real. Who was it flying really blew it? blew up. Yeah, well, that pilot's dead. It was piloted by remote control. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, sure it was. So they sent, Liar. They so that sent, was Bundy's plan or yeah, Batman's that was, plan? that was Bundy and Batman's plan. Oh, okay. So they sent General back to Washington, and uh, Batman's like, well, then that only leaves the one name left, and he's coming here anyway, despite our warnings and the fact that he absolutely shouldn't be doing that, but he doesn't listen to anybody except Wait, himself. did the senator die in the elevator? No. Oh. No, they, he oh, made, so they saved the senator they and they saved like, the general. They were like, we only saved the one guy. We're re- re- batting a thousand, and Bundy's like, oh, I made it too, and the general made it, so there's right. three. Well, Bundy was on the list? No, but, uh, oh. you know, it's a, chalk it up for a win. You, I, I would have died, though. Right. He tried to kill me by trying to kill the general. Exactly. So we're counting that as a defeat for the KGBs. Another yes. defeat for the KGBs. So Batman's like, and now we know how to... Now all we have to do is figure out how to keep the KGBs from assassinating President Ronald Reagan. Right. It's like, that's the reveal of the last name on the list, which, okay. of course, we all figured out within the first 10 minutes. Yeah, obviously. But, like, why wouldn't he also try to kill those two people who got away? Oh. <laughs> What do you mean? Like, the senator and the general, aren't they still at risk? Since yes, but they're not in Gotham. Oh, they got Oh, they got out. They got Why out. Reagan's in Gotham? He's coming to Gotham. Just oh. don't come! Right. Well, but they won't listen. So KG Beast and his uh, plucky Iranian assistant, uh, strong arm, an engineer, and like an illegal secret weapons manufacturer guy in Gotham to build a special arm gun that the KG Beast will wield in the future. Right, because now he's a supervillain. He's got to have some gotta have a crazy thing. Uh-huh. Okay. So I still have to be able to use this one appendage. That's right. So Reagan arrives at the Gotham International Airport, much to fanfare and uh, uh, celebration. There's you know? no way. The, the Secret Service would be like, you're not going to Gotham right now. <laughs> I know. Whatever you had planned, it's over. It's over. No, there's a super A congressman was just assassinated. And a senator almost. Right. And a general almost got blown up in a plane. (laughs) Yeah. But the president's going to Gotham? Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. Well, he's going. 
and he's here. He's arrived, and he's 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 waving to reporters. And then Batman. There's swing. no way that Superman wouldn't accompany him. Well, he didn't. I'm just saying, like. I know. Well, Superman's. He's. Uh, I bet he's in space or whatever. Right. He's doing something. Yeah. So Reagan arrives. He's glad handing reporters, and then Batman swings in and grabs Reagan and leaves. <laughs> I'm taking her to the Batcave. <laughs> he should. The safest place on earth. And Parker's like, "Are you shitting me? Batman kidnapped the president?" So he goes to shoot Batman, and Gordon, oops. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So then Reagan meets. I mean, with honestly, don't shoot at the the Batman president. who's swinging with the president. You might miss. Yeah. Are you? No. No. So Batman and Reagan meet with Bundy in a helicopter <laughs> on the roof. Okay. And Reagan's like, I take it I'm being kidnapped. No, no, no. no. P- consider it a, a police escort. So. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, okay. The Gipper really wasn't uh, his hip. His hip ain't what it used to be. And you really grabbed him there. I don't know if I could take all this assignment, boys. So Parker loses it. And he's like, I'm going to have your badge. And Gordon's like, yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, this place is more corrupt than the freaking FBI, but give me a break. <laughs> Batman explains to Reagan the whole thing. Parker meets up with everybody. They're all talking, and Batman... And, and Wait, Reagan's nobody like... Nobody told Reagan previously that somebody was targeting high-profile members of no! the Star Wars Initiative? or maybe Reagan was just super busy with something else, even though Star Wars is his baby, and he should absolutely know every aspect of it. But yeah. Oh, what a surprise. There's a, there's, a, uh, there's a Soviet operative on American soil killing, like, generals and shit. Yeah. And... Nobody's briefed the no president. No one's briefed the president. Regardless of the fact that he literally came to the same city that happened. Like, no. Okay. Uh, Mr. President, it's about uh, plausible deniability. <laughs> right. Yeah, we need you right. to fucking whatever. So they explain this. Parker's there. He hates the plan. We're going to move you to here to do this. And uh, then immediately the Beast knows that that's the plan. And so then Parker leaves. And then Batman's like, okay, now that Parker's gone, we know he's the mole. So we're going to tell you the real plan. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Uh, so it wasn't just the one FBI No, operative. but they're all like operatives for Parker. But wasn't Parker in the elevator? Yeah, he was. It was a, it was a risk. Oh. He's just like, I hope I don't get killed by one of those cinder blocks. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> you know, so Reagan's like, this is insane. Um, <laughs> this is insane. This is insane. So Batman reveals he knows who the traitor is and he's going to flush so him out and he's got, a, he's, he's got all his ducks in a row. I'm Batman. Parker left? Yeah. He's like, this isn't... Uh, all right, well, I'm going. That's the funny thing. If you're the mole, and you leave, and everyone else stays... Yeah. Yeah. I know. I think they're on to you, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, well, Parker, now you can go. That's yeah. the Now whole that we've plan. told you the whole plan... Parker still goes... To, he has to implement the plan. Batman and uh, Bundy are alone for a minute, mm-hmm. and Bundy starts talking about, like, the Beast and who he is, and how he's like, you know... Theoretically speaking, he has diplomatic immunity. Like, if they catch him, they won't kill him like he'll be oh, taken Soviets? alive like anyone oh like the, yeah, the u.s us like they'll right. extradite him. right right, right. Well, and then he'll nah, probably be well, no he's an unauthorized foreign agent he doesn't right. get any protection no it's true but, but bundy uh, suspects that like if he's taken alive they'll find out who he, he might is. be exchanged yeah. for an american operative who was captured right. previously like he might not die yeah, yeah. more or less he, his work won't be all. done. They'll just—they just won't send him to Gotham anymore. Yeah. And I'll have to keep dealing with him. Right. Y- y- you know what I'm saying here, Batman? Is that like you want me to kill the yeah. KG Beast? Batman just says, "Are you trying to tell me something?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, that's that's Bundy's little thing where he's like, right. "Look, this is this is what I do with my off the books, you know, contractors." Is like, "Hey, <laughs> if you 
I will give you a bonus if you make less paperwork for me. Yeah, but I'm Batman. Right. Who I do don't you think kill anybody. With? Exactly. If you've done any research, you know I don't use guns. And I don't and kill. I don't kill. That's like, true. What? I thought that was propaganda, man. Right. Yeah. I thought you were cool. I right. thought yeah. you, I thought you understood how things were. Exactly. You're telling me that's real? That you don't <laughs> kill people? What? Batman. Oh my god, that is insane. How do you survive? Right. <laughs> what? So they're moving Reagan via helicopter from the hotel. Uh-huh. He got all his police escort. And then Solari arrives via hang glider and suicide vest. He's got, <laughs> he's just gonna suicide. Oh, damn it. He definitely has a death it's wish. It's to kill the president. This has always been the plan. Yeah. So uh, he, he, he soars over there. Robin swings by and he basically boots Solari off of his flight path and he smashes into the building, falls and then explodes. And then uh, the president's like, nice job, lad, way to go. He's like, thanks, Mr. President. And then uh, Parker goes, Mr. President, are you okay? And it's Gordon wearing a wig, and he's like, I'm just fine. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, they just, meanwhile, they just quietly move the president yep. uh, outside via, via uh, another police escort. Mm -hmm. um, they should put a ninja mask on him. Mm. No one will know. So uh, Batman is walking with Reagan, and he's got... Uh, McDonald or whatever, the other FBI guy behind him, mm. the one that we know was watching the, the watching the hallway, right. facilitated the cinder block throwing. Yeah, he's there too. Right. And okay. so Batman knows, like, okay, so he's probably got his gun out right now. And so as Batman and Reagan are walking through, the beast just jumps out of a convenient great. air vent or grate. Uh, yeah. And so he's going to open fire on on the president. He shoots a couple of cops. Uh, the Operative behind Batman shoots Batman through the shoulder, the same shoulder that was shot before, so oh. he's a little dizzy. Um, nah, it should go right through the hole. <laughs> that's true, yeah. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Checkmate, guy! <laughs> so the Beast is gonna shoot Reagan, but then Bundy's team arrives, and that distracts the Beast, so then Batman throws a dart in the Beast's forehead. Oh. And uh, basically, Bundy blows McDonald away. Huh. So he's dead. And the Beast then like descends from the great from whence he came, yeah, okay. uh, and everyone who was in attendance was wearing bulletproof vests. Uh, so any of the cops that were shot, they're okay. Right. Uh, and Except for Batman's shoulder. Right. And so Batman's like, I gotta go. And Bunny's like, where are you going? He's like, well, he's down there. I gotta go down there to get him. Yeah. And uh, Bundy had men down there. Oh. Beast killed them. Oh, okay. So Batman follows uh, the Beast's wound, which was bleeding, uh, further and further into the catacombs of the sewer of, mm. of Gotham, which of course Batman knows like the back of his hand. Right. So uh, Batman discovers a body in like floating in the water from one of Bundy's people. Yeah. Uh, Batman dives into the water and then throws the body at the Beast. <laughs> yes. He calls it the Flying Dead Man Maneuver. What? <laughs> oh, it's such a creative name. <sighs> So uh, he, he tries to disarm, no pun intended, because he's literally trying to do that. Uh, the beast the beast then throws the dead body back at Batman. Ah, the reverse flying dead man maneuver. <laughs> That's right. And uh, thankfully Batman kicking the gun jammed it, so he bought himself a few seconds of what time. Is, what is this thing that the beast has put on ah, his arm? Well, this Can has you to describe it. Yeah, it is. It is basically a multi-tool slash gun that was built by an expert engineer whose job it is to make specialized like custom... weapons. Oh, by the way, the beast assassinated him after he was done doing it. Uh, that so way, nobody can make, make it. Yeah, nobody right. knows the specifications of his gun Prosthetic. hand. Right. Well, yeah. 
It died like, with that. Like how he can fire it without a hand. Yes. Well, you can fire it. You know, he just has to like move the muscles yeah. from within or whatever. Yeah. But it also has a bayonet, which he oh. deploys to fight Batman. Okay. And, uh, you know, cuts him across the chest. Batman says, I got a couple of licks in myself. A couple of licks means he blinded the beast in his left eye. <laughs> like, the next time you see the beast, he has a special, like, utility tool hand uh -huh. and a cybernetic eye. Wow. Which Robin then takes out and he's like, oh, Robin in the future will knock it out. And he's like, oh, oh, I thought it was like a, I thought it was like a prosthetic. Like a patch. It's attached to your brain. <laughs> like pulls this whole thing. He's like, oh no. Robin oh. should just take out the other eye. Well, yeah, that would be great. So uh, anyway, Batman has to like fight the beast hand to hand, and it's like uh -huh. he's losing. Hmm. The beast is cybernetically enhanced, and, and he's got a gun arm. It, well, the the gun thankfully is jammed. Right. Yeah, now but he has a, a sword knife arm. arm. Yes, he's yeah. got. Well, it's hard to fight a sword arm. That's true, but he does use some leverage, and he and he breaks the bayonet. Okay. Then the beast's utila arm shoots nerve gas, <gasps> and wow, this is great. I know. So Batman, of course, like it. He grabs a lung full of air before he's able to deploy it, but he knows that this guy's probably wearing nose plugs or something. Yeah. And so he, uh, you know, the beast takes advantage and kicks him in the in the chest, trying to get him to breathe it in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like he does with the Hulk. Yes, yes. In Batman versus the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Well, the beast does that to Batman. Yeah. No, I know. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the beast uses this opportunity to escape uh, and descend further into the catacombs. This is where he learned the trick. Yeah. No, the, beast, the 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 Hulk fight was... Hulk fight was years. first? Yeah, that was in the 70s. He should have prepared then. I know. He should be ready. Come on, Batman. Well, this is post-crisis, so it's different. It, it, is, it is post-crisis and in another reality. Yeah. So, uh, Bat, you know, the, the Beast is, like, waiting for Batman, but, like, Batman knows the sewers. So he, like, mm. drops in behind the Beast, but the Beast is too good, and he hears Batman, mm. throws a pipe at Batman, and then <laughs> finds the, like, the the door that Batman expected to be there. There's like a little like utility room. So the Beast is in the room and he's like, come on Batman, like let's see who's the best. And Batman goes, why? A few years ago I would have jumped at the chance to see if I could beat you, but I don't have to beat you. And he just closes the door. There's no way out of that room. Yeah. Huh? And then he seals it closed. Nice. And he goes, sometimes circumstances are such that the rules pervert justice. I'm not in this business to protect the rules. I serve justice. I'm sealing this motherfucker in forever. Like the fucking cask of a monkey out of Oh, yes. shit. He's like, I'm not killing you. But I don't have to save you. But I don't have to save you from being trapped in this room that I sealed you in. I don't have to save you also, from myself. He doesn't go back and tell, like, the government. No. Well, he does. When he He's comes somewhere topside, down there. Batman retrieves the bodies of Bundy's people. Mm. And he says, I brought your agents back. And Bundy says, what about the beast? And he goes, you needn't worry about him anymore. <laughs> And Buddy's oh. like, oh, yes. <laughs> oh my God, Batman killed the KG Beast. He leaves the Beast to die. Wow. And uh, yeah, the president arrived via limo earlier while they were doing all this shit. Holy shit. And Batman is just so tired. Well, by the way, the, they had a Reagan impersonator who was, was involved say, in the entire that experience. That was like a huge risk to the president, but it wasn't the president. No, it was Alfred. Oh. Alfred was wearing his oh, okay. Reagan so mask. So Gordon... And Alfred got to be the president. That's right. That's right. That's fun. It was and a double fake. It was a double fake out. No, the yeah. president arrived via limo from the airport, like earlier. So, right. so now the president is driving Batman home. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's great because uh, Batman gets into like the limo that's waiting for him, that's driving by the president. Yeah. And he goes, thanks for waiting for me, Alfred. 
take me home. I'm tired and I'm hurting and please take off that stupid mask. I'm just not in the mood. <laughs> That's fun. It's just so great. Uh, so when he, when Batman swung in and grabbed Reagan, was that even Reagan or was that some? That was that a was, fake. That was also fake. That okay. was Gordon. So the president's like never actually been there. No. The entire thing is an elaborate trap by Batman and yes. Gordon. Because Batman seems very pleased with himself in the previous issue to be yeah. like, uh, uh, we've got this guy. Also, like, I'm not going to swig in and friggin' grab Reagan. <laughs> like, Dude is fragile. Yeah, that is inherently dangerous. Exactly. No one's going to sign off on me doing that. Right. Okay, so here's the part of the plan where I'm going to swing in at probably like 25 miles per hour. I'm going to grab the slam president. Slam into the president. Slam into the president and then continue my ascent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're not slamming into the president with anything. I'm not going to slam into the president. I'm going to cushion it a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna, like, only hit him like it's arm. 20 miles an hour. Right. Yeah. Uh, pass. Anyone can survive that. It's going to be like six or seven Gs max that he's going <laughs> to undergo in Trust the me. rapid acceleration. No, when you put the padding on the president like I told you to do. Right. Brace he, his he, neck and head. He will break one rib maximum. Yeah. Pass. Hard pass, Batman. That's no. a no. That, what if it's it's going to be a no from your dog. What okay, if it's what just if I, a dislocated shoulder? No. We're not dislocating <laughs> anything from the president. I mean, he might not even dislocate his yeah. shoulder. If you if 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 his oh. workout regimen is to be believed, yeah. he'll be fine. Yeah. He walks the dogs. <laughs> uh, sure still it's a no. It's going to be a no from me, Batman. <sighs> all right. Okay, so it's a fake. It's a double. Okay, how about Gordon does it? He lets me catch him all the time. Fine. There we go. Okay, fine. I don't have any vested interest in that. Guy. <laughs> okay, but you have to shave off your mustache. No. Alfred, I need you. <laughs> All right, new plan. Third party guy that you guys don't know who will refer to me as Sir the entire ordeal. <laughs> My he does, guy. by the way. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so the the implication here is that Batman just walls the beast in a catacomb of the, awesome. of the of the underbelly of Gotham and, and leaves, leaves him, him to, to die. die. You know, this is awesome, and it did its thing, and it like it shows Batman doesn't fuck around. And then, like a good twenty or so issues later, they're like. Batman called the police. Yeah, of course. Because they want to use the KGBs because he's a formidable opponent. And so uh, the, the idea is that Batman like waited a couple of days and then he called the GCPD and he's like, by the way, here's the location of the KGBs. He should be pretty weak by now. Right. He should be pretty malnourished. So you should be able to arrest him. And then they try and they fail and the KGBs gets out. Yeah, three but, days, no food and water. Right. But the next time you see the KGBs is in Robin 3, Cry of the Huntress. So like, it's been a while. Yeah. And the KGBs does get a few modifications. For example, he wears pants. Thank God. He gets a cybernetic eye. And his utility tool looks a little less silly because it's not a big red baby bottle nipple gun. <laughs> like, it doesn't yeah, look it looks so quite so here. silly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's so, so dumb. It'd be I'm fantastic sorry. if... Which one did you prefer? Would you prefer? He killed the beast or left him to die? I don't know. Or? I mean, the problem is they wrote themselves into a corner. But, like, he wouldn't... Batman wouldn't send the GCPD to deal with the KGBs. No, I don't care how weak he his, thinks he is. Takes right. himself. Yeah. Yes. He would go down there. I thought what it was going to be is like, he went down there and like, he got out. Right. Like, he freed he, himself. He I went down there two days later, he wasn't there. Yeah. Like, the tool, like, probably like, was used yeah. to like, claw its way out Absolutely. It, it's still a door. It has hinges. Like, yeah. you, could, you could definitely chip. If you're super yeah. strong, str if you're super strong and you have a super gun arm, you could right. probably find a way out. But I guess Look, I got noxious gas. I got acid. Right. Yeah, I had other stuff in there. But he does kind of But then Batman's a dupe, so you can't have that be the case either. No. So Batman just called them. Yeah. Called in backup, and he hoped that they were able to do it, and they're not. And they weren't. I, I don't much know. He looks stupid either. <laughs> yes. Thinking that Batman was just like, oh, you want to use the KG Beast? But he's dead. Right. Well, he died. Well, he didn't. Well, no. They I'm also sorry, he didn't? 
they use the retcon, but they don't actually use, like, the retcon predates the actual next appearance of the KGB. Right, the retcon yeah. is just there so you know that Batman didn't kill somebody. Yes. Yeah. It's just to undo Batman killing that they guy. They probably got a lot of letters. Yeah. And they were like, ugh. So there's like an I off, there's like a line. I said you could use, like, the story format mm -hmm. to create a story. I didn't say you could make Batman kill somebody. Right, right. I mean, they didn't care. They let him. Right. Do you think, though, that the writer, yeah. Starlin, would be like, no, he didn't kill No, obviously he told somebody that he was down there. No. Like, what do you I think? I think Starlin's like, like, yeah, no, he kills him. It's just mm. Batman is tired. It's been ten nights. He's been battling right. this guy. This guy he's killed been one all step these people. behind. He's freaking super strong. He's been exhausting Batman. He's and a ba super soldier yeah, no. from the Soviet Union. Right. Like, who fucking cares about him? Exactly. No, the CIA has already authorized the yeah. use of lethal force in right. my case. But Batman just being like, why? Why bother? Right. Like, were I a younger man, I might have tried. But now I'm smarter, and all I'm just going to do is wall you the hell in here. And I'm like, that's kind of funny. Yeah. And dark. Like, it's a Batman who doesn't screw around. Right. Well, it's a Batman who's like, I don't care about beating you. Right. I care about yes. stopping you. Yes, exactly. You presented a situation where you pretty much stopped yourself. Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm not Dark Knight Returns Batman who needs to beat the mutant leader because yeah, it'll make me feel better and achieve erections again. Like, <laughs> I don't have anything to prove to anybody. Yeah. And, no, I, I'll just make up whatever story I want. It's just you and me down here and only yeah. one of us is emerging, so. Well, and this is the thing, like, I was thinking earlier, like, Batman should just fucking kill this guy because <laughs> if you're going to kill anybody, like, this one is the most justified. Right. Because it's been authorized. Yep. He's a secret agent. Who, he has no life. He's essentially an enemy combatant, yes. so it's more like a war. Right. Uh, he's he like he doesn't no... care about collateral damage. He'll kill anybody. Yes. He's already he clearly is too dangerous to be left alive. Yeah. Right. He and... killed the entire Republican committee. Yeah. Well, or, uh, whoever was at that fundraiser. Like, like, yeah. A yeah. whole bunch of top donors. Like, That's right. He's very dangerous, and also the entire thing is off the books. No one will ever know. Yeah. So you don't have the thing about like, well, if Batman is known as a killer, right. it's a problem. Yeah, for it changes everything. my whole thing. Yeah. 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 Were this he, is like he no, nobody do knows. it. I get it, but at the same time, he still can't. Yes. Because he's Batman. Right. Yeah. Like the well, idea of Batman is too important for him to sully by like murdering somebody. Right. But if no one ever knows, then that's then not really a, a problem. Yeah. At the end, he just should have said like, "I'll just let himself tire himself out for a couple yeah. days, and I'll go back." Well, for then him. I'll call Clark, and he'll come get him. Well, that yes. And then send him to the Phantom done. Zone or whatever. Yeah. No, Batman, just... I can't send them all to the Phantom Zone. I wish I never told you about the Phantom Zone. <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't have to send them to the Phantom Zone, but it would really suck if he stayed on Earth. Look, okay. Oh, all right, Bruce, we're colleagues, professional courtesy, but you get one. Is it Joker or is it this Russian guy? Because you, you get to ask me once, and is this the time you're going to ask me to use the Phantom Zone? Uh, that's what I thought. I feel like the authorities can handle it. He hasn't well, eaten or, or he hasn't eaten or drank anything in four days. Right. They really should have been able to handle it. Can you at least <laughs> fly him back to Russia? No. no. Click. I mean, could you at least pick him up and take him to prison? Right. Like you do at the end of the first Superman movie. Yeah. With Lex Luthor, you literally just dragged him there and dropped him in the middle of the courtyard. Batman: Ten Nights of the Beast is, I think. 
Well, first of all, there's no way to deny it. In 1988, it was a success. Yeah. It successfully introduced a new villain. It created the story arc format for modern comic books. Which they're still doing. Which they do today. Yep. Exactly the same way. Yeah, with I the mean, subtitle and everything. With, with artists who are not drawing the book, doing the covers. Mm-hmm. Was that not a thing before this? I feel like it was a thing, but it's more of a normal thing. Like, yeah. when they did it then, it was more about showcasing this singular event as opposed to it being like, it's just Batman 417. Well, yeah, yeah, if the normal artist is doing the cover in the book, why isn't the cover looking spectacular and the book inside looking spectacular? Right. Because it would take too fucking long. Right. I mean, I, listen, Jim Aparo does a nice job, too. I love the interiors. They're a lot of fun. They harken back to a, to a classic era, an era of Batman that I vividly remember and read a lot of at the time. Yeah. Okay, that image of the KG Beast on the front, that is a gimp suit. They, uh, uh, yes. There was some miscommunication between designers on uh, the, uh, the Beast. Th- this uh, the, is... The KG Beast is Those just, are not nunchucks, those no. are dildos on a chain. That is exactly what that is. Yep. The KG Beast is a sex pervert on the covers here. Yeah. But uh, on the interiors, he is uh, weird. Yeah. Weird. He's, he's, he's a complicated ninja. Yeah. He's a confused ninja. That's yeah. it. But I still dig it, and I think you will too. If you haven't had a chance to ever read Ten Nights of the Beast, completely worth reading. It's a lot of fun, and there's a lot of... Like, there's this great moody grit to it. Pretty cool. But you see what I mean about how it's like, it's not the top five. Might not even be the top ten. No, it's just like a really competently done story, yes. it seems like. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, it is fun. And you will have fun reading it. Uh, if it is collected anywhere, I'll make it available in the comments down below. Grab it if you can. Uh, I got this one for like nothing. You, you can yeah. find these. And if you get the old one, you'll get a little forward explaining the story of the story arc from Dan Raspler. Hmm. Um, most older volumes have great little forewords that give you like a slice of the history involved, which is why I like to share those. Yeah. Um, it's funny, the original cover price uh, would yes. have been three dollars. Right? For all four. For all four issues? Not a bad uh, not a bad deal. Well, yeah, each one was like, what, 75, 75 cents? 75 cents, yeah. is what it said, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. three bucks for four. I guess not at bad. that time it wasn't necessarily as good a deal. No. Check it out. We'll see you guys next time with another episode. Hey, classic Batman. Good yeah. old Batman. We got plenty more of these because thanks to Denny O'Neill, they churned out a ton <laughs> in the 80s and 90s of yeah. just like four-part Batman stories that go on some list on CBR that they'll steal from me. <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> so this uh, Yelp review. I mean, I would think we should go for dinner there. They did say the chef killed a man. <laughs> <laughs> he was one time.